Wow. And that is a wrap. (laughs) I cannot believe that 2022 is literally coming to a close. And I am just excited to share with you my successes, my failures, the things that I learned this year, and what is just becoming so apparent and true for the coaching industry. I have some projections. I have some thoughts. I'm going to share with you some of the things that I think I'm going to be doing next year. And yeah, stay tuned. It's going to be great. Are you a Holy Spirit-filled online coach or course creator who's ready to disrupt ministry and step into your God-given calling, share your testimony, and serve who God called you to serve? Well, if so, welcome to the She's Wild and Radiant podcast with Ashley June, where we talk about all things online business, coaching, funnels, faith, motherhood, culture, and more. You don't have to build an online business like the world. God has set you apart to do something great, and He will equip you as you walk by faith and not by sight. You also don't have to do it alone. There's a community of incredible freedom and faith-filled women in my online community who are here to stir you up, hold you accountable, and be your hype girls during the up and down mountain journey of navigating the online business world in a fallen world. If we haven't met, I'm Ashley June, MBA, multi-six plus figure online business owner, wife to an ex-ski bum, mama to three crazy little wild ones, and a wannabe surf babe who believes we have been placed in the business battlefield and it's time to put on our Joan of Arc and take back the territory. I help women, coaches, and course creators launch and scale their online businesses to consistent 10 to 50K months while putting on their Holy Spirit Activate and trusting God to do the rest through letting faith, strategy, and grit guide the rest. After running a local photography business for six years and then shutting it down cold turkey in 2018 out of obedience, I am no newbie to the battleground of entrepreneurship. I turned away 250 clients that next year so I could build what God was telling me to build with a newborn at home and two others under five. It finally clicked for me when I submitted to God's way and stopped being so fearful of how man told me to run my business. Since then, it's been a journey, but I get to share it with you every step and stumble of the way. Imagine building an online coaching business that literally is your ministry and not only brings in the bucks, but gives you the freedom to give to the causes and ministries that set your heart on fire. This is something you can do, and it doesn't have to be that hard if you'll just step into what God has called you to do, trust the process, and walk in the obedience of his order. We don't have to fight it, you guys. This isn't the prosperity gospel, and I am your non-woke girl. (laughs) And I will tell you, it doesn't happen overnight, but sowing God. God's way will always bring forth an incredible harvest and even more joy. Go ahead and grab the bubble-filled drink, hot chai latte, or heck, grab a piece of pizza as you step into today's episode. Can't wait to see you in there. Well, hey there, you guys. It is my pleasure to be sharing with you today what 2022 looked like for the Ashley June Co. business. Um, It has been quite the journey. I feel like I have been really working on some things that I wouldn't have necessarily expected myself to be working on. Um, I have learned some just major lessons and it's just so interesting because every year of your business, you look back and you say, wow, this was the year for building this, or this was the year where these lessons were learned. And now I'm going to be hitting my fifth year in the online space, which is insane to me. It doesn't feel like it has um, gone by that fast, especially because I had a photography business for six years. So to be thinking that I'm about to hit my fifth year in an online business, it's crazy. 
It's crazy to me. Um, before we get started though, you guys, I wanted to mention that if you didn't hear, I am inviting you guys to register for our dream planning workshop. This is our three plus hour workshop. Originally, I was only going to bring my SELA students into it, um, but I decided to open it up to the public. I feel like it's going to be a great event that's going to help you uh, get, get super planned out for 2023, map out that joyful year of victory, map out personal and business dreams, create an irresistible content plan, dive into 12-month goals, quarterly planning, and honestly create your perfect beloved day, week, and month. You guys, I'm offering this for a crazy low price for the amount of value that you're going to get because you're going to get access to me in this session. I'm going to be there to answer questions. I'm going to be there to help you walk through this. I am going to be there to help you strategize, come up with ideas. It is going to be an incredible working session, and we're going to be doing it on Wednesday, January 4th. So you might be wondering, Ashley, why are you planning for the new year after the new year? <laughs> well, you guys, the reason I am opening um, or I'm conducting this session after the new year is because I'm the type of person where I have a really hard time planning in December because I just want to finish strong. I just want to enjoy my family. I don't want to be pressured to be coming up with all these grand plans when my brain is not fresh. And I know that there's a lot of people like me. Um, I mean, I obviously know like what I'm going to be doing next year uh, as a general plan and where I'm going to, you know, keep my focus and whatnot. But I traditionally really like using January to just really plan out and go into the next year strong um, or the current year by that point. I like using January to kind of like be my to be my month of renewal. And that's kind of how I've always operated as an entrepreneur. I know some people are like super ahead of the game and they're thinking about January, you know, as of like October 1st, that's not me. Maybe I'll get better at it as the years go on. Um, but I just know that my brain and my dreaming is in way better shape when I am actually in a spot um, where I don't feel pressured and I don't feel like the holidays and all the responsibilities are kind of crashing down on me. So Anyway, you want to come to this three sweet bonuses, vision casting, um, workshop, four day Esther Bible study, our freedom income calculator. That's going to help you map out those income goals. That vision casting workshop will also help you come in a little bit more prepared. Um, and then the Esther Bible study, we are going into the year of victory. You guys, come on, you're a victory. And if you cannot attend the actual call live, we will be saving the replay. So no reason not to do this. Um, if you are wanting to make incredible changes um, and just see incredible victory this next year, I think this is something that you're going to want to sign up for. So go to the link in the show notes to officially register for that. So guys, okay, so let's go into these 17 lessons. I got to get my sevens in there, you guys. The, the number of completion, it's like the Lord's number. <laughs> okay. First and foremost, you guys, this was the year of evergreen for me. Um, at the beginning of 2022, the Lord really put on my heart to transition my sales model into a almost fully evergreen model. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not going to do any live launches, and I still do some live webinars from here to here. Um, 
But truly, the passive, automated, um, autopilot way of doing things was on my heart. And the thing is, what you guys don't typically see, you know, when you're looking at Facebook ads or hearing what coaches are doing is that a lot of the times it takes them years to build a business where they can actually put it on autopilot, get things on evergreen and move towards a more passive model because they really have to dial in their sales and marketing messages. And so it was super cool to see that here I am, year four, here I am really seeing just incredible changes in my business. And um, when I get frustrated with my journey and with my growth, and I put down a lot of income opportunities for making money in order to really focus fully on this strategy and not be distracted, when I put that focus into the direction that, you know, the Lord is like leading me in, it's amazing what he can do. And it's also a constant reminder in the moments where things are not converting as high. And needless to say, you guys, when you put your business more so on an evergreen model or are doing more things passively and you have funnels and yada, yada. And if you don't even know what a funnel is yet, that's okay. You know, first you got to figure out how to sell that thing that you want to sell. Then you can really start thinking more intensively about, um, about passive income, evergreen funnel strategies, but long story short, God put it on my heart to focus on that this last year, and I did that, and it was very successful. And the cool thing was, and this was my um, lesson number two, um, or I'm sorry, not my lesson number two, this is my thought number two for lesson number one, is that looking back, it's super cool to see that I actually hit my first 50K evergreen month 11 months into creating a brand new program. And I had another signature coaching program um, before my current one, but, um, and I had, you know, successfully had very large income numbers, you know, through just a slightly different model and whatnot. But it was so cool to be like, wow. In less than 12 months, I created a brand new program, started with a brand new audience who had never heard of Ashley June again, and 11 months in, was able to have a 50K evergreen month. That's not to mention the different launches that I went through, you know, that were in the 50, I think 60K range and whatnot, and then just various clients that kind of came in in between, but 11 months, 11 months, you guys, to get to a 50K evergreen month and um, seeing just really consistent income numbers since up and down, um, you know, working out some funnel things, but super, super cool to see that goal, that dream totally play out this year um, and be successful. And I just know, I just know that as I'm continuing to walk through trial and error in 2023, that it is going to be so cool to continue to see the growth. Like just he, he, what he is going to do. I just, I'm so convicted of that right now. Number two, seasonality lessons. So one of the things that was really interesting for me is that the evergreen seasonality feels a little bit different than more of a traditional live launching model where you're doing more live events. And there's actually a period of time that I wish I would have focused on more of a live event versus on my evergreen funnel. And that is actually in the last couple of months. So the funny thing is, so August was like a 50K evergreen month for me. And traditionally when I live launched during that time, it is a low or revenue month. Like I don't I, I don't feel like August is ever like a huge month. Um, and this is obviously depends on different industries and whatnots, but I kind of think about it from the perspective of a mom, like we're busy, we're getting back to school. You know, I just want to get the year started before like I jump into anything. <clears throat> 
And um, it was super interesting to see how the evergreen passive model feels in comparison to a live launch calendar and that the seasonality is just a little bit different. And so I'm kind of coming to the conclusion that, um, well, August was a great evergreen month, even though traditionally hasn't been a great live launching month. And then um, November and December, I would think that those would have been better evergreen months. However, December has been pretty killer for me, so I don't want to say anything about that. Um, I guess I would have thought maybe November would have been a better um, live month, and I still had. <clears throat> oh, my voice is dying today. I still had um, a really great November, but it wasn't as big as it um, typically is or like could have been. And what I noticed was that, oh, like that's probably like because more people are live launching and then you have, you know, all of the um, Black Friday stuff. And so people are just like honestly buying things that are more on sale. And I did a promotion, you know, throughout that period of time and I did bring in, you know, a nice chunk of change and whatnot. Um, but it was so interesting to see like, wow, like my calendar, my seasonality thoughts were a little bit challenged and totally flipped in comparison to what I was used to. And so I think it just reminds me, like I'm always learning new things, you know, in the online world, online industry, different niches too, you guys, like there's just so much to learn, but it was kind of cool to see like, oh, okay, now now that I have experienced this, I'm going to change my strategy next year to fit what I think is happening here. Um, number three, confidence in my leadership and business decisions. So I am realizing that it's not just about one coach, one strategy, um, one company, you know, that can help me do X, Y, Z. Like I am really capable of doing this and I honestly have everything I need. It's more about just consistently, um, showing up, um, scaling and the process of scaling is literally you try something, you figure out what works, you take out the things that don't work and you repeat, 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 you know? And so it's been really neat just to kind of like jump into my own confidence this last year, especially of like, I don't really need that coach or like, I don't really need, um, another sales strategy. Like I literally kind of have all of the information that I need to be successful. It's more so I need to go activate it and I need to trust myself a little bit more. Um, now, not that, not to say that I will never need another coach. I, I almost think that, you know, I am in the stage where I need more of like a, uh, a mindset coach who can kind of help me, you know, through certain blocks, um, or a coach that can really just pull me a lot deeper into my faith and challenge me and hold me accountable, you know? Um, but I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, well, I don't really need just another business coach, you know, cause I think I got most of the business thing pretty figured out. Um, there are always lessons to learn. So, you know, I'm not, not trying to pridefully say that. Um, who knows tomorrow I might be like, Oh shoot, I need a business coach for my business. <laughs> Number four, outsourcing doesn't always help. Um, so I hired a Facebook ads agency. This is the second agency I have hired and my funnel just did not perform as well. Um, it could have been the time of year, and, um, this was my second experience. I was pretty bummed about it. Now they're a great company, great customer service, all of it. Um, but I kind of expected, like I have a funnel that's bringing me really consistent, you know, good income months. Um, it shouldn't like, it should just be able to happen, you know, within like a month or so, like they should be able to like surpass what I've done. And I think this kind of goes back into like my confidence in my leadership. But sometimes we think like, oh, if I just hire this person or outsource this, like they're going to be able to do it all better than me. Um, and sometimes they can. So I'm not saying you want to like overwhelm yourself and never outsource. 
But what I'm really coming to the conclusion of is that I really need to keep things in house for my business and where I have an eye on things and can and can control um, the outcome. And so we're actually going to be, I think, creating an internship program. Heck, maybe by the time this airs, I already have that. So stay tuned. There's going to be applications out for that soon. Um, but long story short, you guys, um, trust, like trust yourself. Okay. Hiring like a marketing agency, um, or like a Facebook ad agency. I honestly just wanted someone who could update copy and creative and keep an eye on my ads all the time. Cause I can do it, but I don't love it, you know? Um, but nobody is going to get the results like I can. So I think my best bet, you know, is go train my own team, how to do this stuff, keep my eye on it, and then be able to change things quickly. Because when you work with another person, like when you're working with somebody out of house, whether it's like a contractor or an agency or someone who's not actually inside, inside of your business, you know, like working with you, um, and you can have contractors inside of your business who are working with you. So more so I'm thinking like, um, oh, like that web designer or, you know, something like that, um, you just don't have as much control on the timing and you, you are held captive by their timing. But when you do things internally, you can move at the pace that you need to move at. And so in the online world, that's very, very important. Um, and I'm actually kind of excited about it because I think too, as I'm going through these pains of scaling and growing my business and everything, I think that I am really learning so much about leadership, but then also I'm going to have so many new skills to teach my students, which, you know, kind of, kind of the way it goes, like, these lessons that I'm walking through, I get to go and teach you guys and I get to really, really teach my students and give them systems and processes for what to do and what not to do. <laughs> Lesson number five, the Lord's timing. Okay. So big wins. Sometimes we have those. And sometimes we think that we are going to continue to have those and put the pedal to the metal. Okay. And so I think this is where we actually get tested. And I think this is where our timing moves faster than God sometimes. And so um, things that were slower for me with cold traffic um, or things were slower with me with cold tra traffic after I had my 50K month. However, I had a ton of warm traffic that had come into my funnel from the last three, six, nine, 12 months convert. And so it was super interesting Um just to see like these different lessons that I experienced as a business. And then, you know, obviously operating more from my evergreen passive model. But um, I, I look back and I'm like, okay, well, maybe God was like, you know, you had a really great month here. Let's just slow it down a little bit. You know, I want you to kind of perfect this and get really consistent at this one mark before we go farther, you know. And me and my zeal-filled self, um, you know, I'm like, I'm like ready to go. <laughs> anyway, I just think that the Lord's timing is, um, the Lord's timing. It's, we, we have to constantly submit to that and that's going to look different. You know, that's going to be wins. That's going to be small wins, big wins. That's going to be losses. It's going to be big losses. Sometimes it's going to be small losses. And then on that same note, I think where a lot of this is also playing out is I feel like some of my growth is capped at my leadership. And I am realizing that I am not a great leader in so many ways. And I think that this is just certain habits for me or how I like to get things done or, um, I don't know. I just not a great leader sometimes, you know? And so I know that I need to continue to develop my leadership skills. Um, if I want to get to the places that I will inside of my business and, um, 
yeah, I just, it's so interesting when you start to see those gaps and you're like, oh man, like that's, that's not their problem. Like that is actually my problem. That's my leadership that needs to be developed. And it's like something I don't want to do sometimes, you know? And so I think it is one of those things that you really have to, um, you really have to internally evaluate. And I think especially once you get into like these scaling phases, you are also really looking at this stuff harder core than you were in those early days when you're just trying to get momentum in the first place or get your first sale or launch your first offer, you know, um, or keep launching or keep selling, you know, what you have created. Another lesson, lesson number six, you guys, nurturing is key. So the cool thing is finally, after all of these years, I'm finding my rhythm and my flow at regularly nurturing through promotions, sales, emails, connecting with my email list. Um, I really just feel like I am finally seeing in myself like this business growth um, and this re-engagement strategy for nurturing and building relationship with my followers, you know? And I I think I look at this, like I see this picture in my brain, okay? you have to be able to sell one thing consistently before you can build all these avenues in your business. Okay. So before I go start a podcast or a YouTube channel or a Facebook group or another Instagram account, yada, 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 I need to create an offer and then I need to go sell that offer. Maybe I choose a Facebook group, but maybe I'm only doing that in Facebook. You know, um, I'm not, podcasting right away. I'm not YouTubing right away. I'm not blogging right away. I'm not, you know, sending, um, black Friday promos out to my email list right away. Like I have to learn how to sell one thing first before I jump into 50 other billion responsibilities and things. And I need to have that on autopilot. And I remember this lesson, especially in my first business, that one of the things that really helped me become successful was I got really good at one thing at a time. So I would focus on, really just like one thing specifically in the beginning years of my business, that was SEO getting found, um, on, uh, on Google. So really learning SEO strategies, you know, um, as I got farther in and I moved into more of a sales model, um, in my, in my previous business, I was a photographer and I started selling actual, instead of just taking photos, I was taking photos and then actually selling artwork of the photos. So like canvases and prints and, and all of that. And I really had to learn how to sell. Like I really had to up my, um, sales skills and, In that, I remember I had to uh, force myself to be very specific about my sales process. So I had to operate off of scripts for a while. Um, I had to basically say every day when my kids are napping, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to make my phone calls, you know, and follow up with inquiries that I have not heard back from. And so I got in the habit of just getting really good at one thing at a time. And that is really what moved the needle in that business. And it's the same thing for my current business, getting really good at live launching, getting really good at launching in Facebook groups, getting really good at podcasting once a week, getting really good at, um, being consistent on Instagram stories and sitting down every afternoon and posting Instagram stories, you know? And so getting really good at one thing at a time makes it so much easier just to go do them, you know? So it's like, I've been podcasting for two years now and I, when I think about going to record a podcast, it used to be like, oh my gosh, this is a lot of work. I don't know how I'm going to sound, yada, yada, yada. You know, and I still, I mean, I'm not the most professional person. I prefer to kind of take a more laid back approach because mama is busy and, you know, like 
ain't no time to re-record over a cough or like a dog barking or whatever, you know. Um, but my theory and my mindset, you know, is honestly like, I'm just going to show up. I'm going to do it. I'm going to check it off my list and bam, you know, and it's just easy for me to find things to talk about because I, you know, just have a list of things in my head and can talk to myself, which is kind of funny. Um, it's almost like it's just like a conversation with myself, you know, pretending you are right next to me. (laughs) Um, but a lot of the times it's like, Oh, this is what the Lord has put on my heart this week. So I'm going to talk about this, you know, not crazy pillared and planned. I mean, sometimes it is, sometimes it's not, but anyway, long story short, it's easy for me now. Okay. Number seven, weathering the storm. We're in a storm right now. To be honest, it is harder to sell at the moment. It's harder to navigate. People are just being more, you know, careful about financial purchases and all of the different things. Um, but the economy, you know, are kind of scary. But what I do know is if I can work through this time, which it's so interesting to see like prosperity and, um, just breakthrough. And every month, I mean, it's just been super cool to like, see how consistent my months have been. Um, The cool thing is like, I really just think like if we can just weather through this storm, everything is going to work itself out, which is lesson number eight. We get to operate in a kingdom economy. We literally get to protect one another and um, build up one another. And I know that my mission is becoming so much stronger with raising up and equipping leaders in the business battlefield. Like that's truly like when I think about the women who comes into my program, um, I'm like, yes, like I am raising up and equipping a leader to go share the gospel, set people free, change lives. And they're really great at what they do, but they're not good at business. And that's why they're with me. You know, like they have to learn, they have to learn what to do. And it's such an incredible thing. And the beautiful thing is if we continue to operate in our kingdom economy, we are putting money back into our economy, meaning people are spending money in that economy. And we honestly are sort of recession proof. It's kind of a cool way to look at it, but just know that we can totally protect one another. Number nine, messaging constantly shifts. I think that one of the big lessons I'm learning this year is that I want to build better funnel shifts and messaging shifts into the different seasons of what is happening. And so I think I almost want to come up with like four different funnels for four different quarters. Um, because the the frustrating thing about the online world is that you'll have something that works like so great for a couple of months and then it will totally slow down and you're like what happened okay is it my messaging is it my ads is it um something that i'm doing is it the economy is you know what what is it and what i've noticed through being quick to kind of change some messaging and make some changes and um, really think also about the seasonality stuff that I had mentioned is that we really do have to constantly be shifting the messaging. And I think if we can build messaging shifts into our strategy proactively versus being reactive, then I think that we're going to see um, a lot of gains there, you know, like a, just a, a lot of positive effects. So when something goes dry, you can quickly switch it out and you'll know that it's something that's probably going to work better because I mean, people want to see something else, but maybe the problems are going to be different each season, you know? So like with Christmas, people, um, were spending more money. And so, you know, that's like something that can make it hard to make purchasing decisions. However, people are also excited to spend money and jump into building a new business in the new year. And so, There are ways to talk about things in your marketing that can also um, 
truly, 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 um, make a difference, you know? So number 10, launching isn't bad. (laughs) You guys, you will always launch something. I'm kind of tired of people in the online world telling people that they can have a launch free life and just, you know, create a funnel and put it on autopilot, yada, yada, yada. Nothing is totally passive, you guys. Um, but what I do see is a lot of people are taking a marketing angle that launching is bad. And the thing is what you don't know or what you don't see is that these people are still launching. They literally are still launching. Launching is just like saying, Hey, Hey, like I have a live training coming up or Hey, like I'm going to talk on my podcast for two weeks about a mastermind that I'm opening up. Like that is considered launching you guys. And so I don't know if they just mean live launching, like, like multi-day challenges and events and whatnot, but I think that the marketing world and the marketing transparency is kind of lying to people that like, oh, you never have to do anything in real time. And I just don't think that totally exists because you have to be changing messaging and tapping into different strategies and launching is actually a great opportunity to tap into your warm market who has not purchased from you yet. And so... I don't know. I just wanted to kind of talk about that because I think we are seeing just that. I think people are getting wiser to some of the marketing ploys that they're hearing. Um, but it's just, it's, it's honestly like not that simple as just creating a funnel and putting it on autopilot. You know, um, there are going to be things that need to be tweaked and changed and, um, Same with like sales calls, like sales calls are not bad. You guys, sales calls are actually a great time to meet the people who are coming into your program, serve them and get to know them. And I mean, I get annoyed by sales calls if I, you know, am having a lot of sales calls with people who are not interested, but I probably have like, I don't know, maybe like an 80% close rate on my sales calls now because everyone is so pre-screened. So a lot of this advice, you guys, is more about setting up the right boundaries and the right guidelines to make it work for your life instead of just saying, like no to all of it. Okay. Uh, lesson number 11, my target client became a thousand times more clear in the last six months and on a deeper level than I could have ever imagined. Um, you know, I truly am like my, my person is like Holy spirit led, uh, just believes that revival, you know, is like what we need in our world and in the church and in our businesses and in our families. And, um, it's just so interesting, you know, talking, talking to people. And even when I was working with this ads company, I was trying to explain, you know, the funny thing is like, I work with a specific type of Christian. Like you would just think, oh, it's all the same, you know, we're all Christians marketing to the same people, you know? And I'm like, no, like I work with like Holy Spirit filled Christians, you know, who like love revival, you know, a lot of them are in the prophetic and like it anyway. It's just kind of funny, but really getting clear on who I am called to serve and also just getting more clear in my offer. Um, And that also, you know, kind of tweaks with the different messaging things. But um, it's just been an incredible year of just clarity for me, honestly. And so just, and it's super cool. I mean, like I said, that evergreen month was 11 months or that 50K evergreen month was 11 months into creating that program. And, you know, my goal, I mean, I really would love to get the Sela Collective specifically up to a million dollars, but I really just see such a huge impact, you know, just like these warriors for Christ in the business battlefield in the coaching industry, just taking it all by storm. And it is so cool just to see like these visions really start to play out. Um, lesson number 12, I am so motivated to support my students. I, it was super cool because this, I feel like I've said this is super cool. Like 20 times. Sorry guys. 
this is where my professionalism lacks. <laughs> um, I need to take some public speaking classes, by the way. Maybe that will be when I start diving even deeper into my leadership growth. Um, I'm not speaking on stage anywhere right now. So, you know, <laughs> anyway, I am super motivated to support my, um, to support my team, to support, um, my clients. Like I just want to see breakthrough so bad. And so it was really neat because while I typically, you know, I'm doing more live things and launching and have like a really busy fall, like I did more passive live events. Like I did have two live webinars that I did. And then I just went through the 12 days of radiant joy, um, of like a Christmas series. But, um, most of everything that we did was honestly pre-written, pre-recorded outside of the two live webinars. And I, because I took a back seat and really focused on my evergreen strategy this year, my fall was so open to just like fully support my students as they were going into their big launches. Um, and so it was really, really, really neat just to be building out new things that were helping them with little spots that they were starting to get stuck to perfect the process more, um, to build in more one-to-one support and to build in, um, more auditing to kind of like help them figure out what, you know, went so right when, when they were launching or what went so wrong when they were launching. And, It was just so cool because I just loved helping and I loved seeing them um, be successful. And I really feel like some of the support elements that I added in really made a huge, um, huge difference. And so now that I am over 12 months, I guess I'm probably about 14, 15 months into um, the Sela Collective running, we are just seeing some incredible testimonials, you know, and so it's been really neat to kind of see just the growth of my students over the last year specifically um, and walking into a place of starting from scratch and then actually getting their coaching programs and courses out into the world and launching them. Okay, 13. Long form content is where the future is at. Um, I have been really just thankful that I started podcasting two years ago um, because we're just seeing so many changes, you know, in social media. And I really think that just like long term, um, we are really going to want to focus on the long-term content. And this is where like building that legacy brand comes in. I actually think I'm going to be starting a YouTube channel. I keep saying that I have another brand that I am working on in addition to, um, my, uh, coaching in addition to the coaching world, I guess you could say it's a complimentary brand. And, I'm still kind of casting the vision for it. I got some branding assets completed for it. And I need to, you know, um, I, I don't have the complete clarity of what this looks like yet. But the thing is, I'm pretty positive that a YouTube channel is coming down the pipeline for me. And so I will keep you guys updated. Um, timing is not totally right yet. Um, but I feel like it's going to be soon. And so it's it's going to be cool. But I am feeling uber convicted that Instagram is like not the place to be. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in a little bit. Um, but I am really just thinking for the long term podcasting and YouTubing and then, you know, bits and pieces on social media. But I don't know. I, I, I'm feeling that the quality, um, and the legacy aspect of stuff just not disappearing, you know, is really what is going to help diversify and and build your business long-term. 
14, seeing the returns of consistent marketing over the last two years specifically. And this is where, you know, I am seeing returns from SEO. So getting found on Google from my podcasting, and I am just gaining a segment of clients through that. It's really, really neat. Like I'm having completely cold traffic come into my programs, um, who typed, you know, into Google, Christian business coach or faith-based business coach, you know, um, I had like a almost $8,000 pay in full client come through that recently. Um, I just, it's really incredible. Same with my podcast. Like I'm seeing people who say, Oh, I know you through your podcast. That's how I found you. And so it's been really neat to see that over, you know, really focusing on podcasting for the last two years, which was then really amplified, um, or it helped amplify my SEO because I was blogging show notes and putting all that stuff in there, that I'm seeing the return of just small movements every day, you know, and I'm seeing actual conversions from that. And so it's just amazing what time can do in terms of the momentum you can build. And so, um, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm harvesting the returns of consistent marketing and it's amazing. 15, I am grateful. I was telling my husband, um, yesterday that every day I wake up and I do what I love. And we have seen the fulfillment of so many things that we have prayed for lately. And I just feel like I have this word of, oh, what he will do. Like I just, I had this moment the other day, just in my business thinking like, oh, what he will do. Like it's so much bigger than just me. And it is so much bigger. Um, than just just a business you know like I mean it truly is a ministry and it truly is helping set women free and helping them get past the struggles of business and figuring out how to do what they you know are truly called to do which is to go coach people you know and that's in the health and wellness industries that's in the the counseling therapy spaces that's in the faith and mindset spaces that's in the habits and productivity that's in the family the parenting the relationships the marriages I mean, like, I, I get to train and equip coaches. Like, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And it is so much bigger than me just running a business, you know. 16, oh man, you guys, we're almost there. Only, only one more to go after this. Um, social media is changing and I would get your eggs out of the Instagram and or Facebook basket. You need to diversify. This is really where the long-term content strategy, I think, um, goes in. But truly, I, I just think that things are changing. Um, and it's, you got to build in different strategies. Okay. And you have to diversify your email list is obviously incredibly important. Um, but long-term, if you are just selling on Instagram through the DMS or, um, building relationships that way, I don't think that's a long-term strategy. And I think that things are going to change. Um, I think in Facebook, if you're only depending on your Facebook group, I think that things are going to change, you know, which is normal. You guys, this always happens. Like you always have to adapt and modify. And so this is my call to you. I encourage you to move towards long form content because the algorithm is always going to mess with you on social media. And when you have long form content, it's also content that you really own. Um, and then you can just repurpose it on social media. You know, I mean, all the platforms have great, great, um, how do I say it? They have, uh, great avenues for repurposing stuff, but you really have to think about where your time is spent. Um, 
And I, I mean, I, I use both of them, you know, so I'm not necessarily saying just like completely leave them or anything. But I think what I'm saying is like, you really need to be thinking about diversifying. Um, for me, this is becoming just even more clear, you know, like my students who come into the Sela Collective, you know, our goal is basically to get them into a beta launch, that beta launch will give them money, which will then help them go into a larger launch where if they have a great organic following, then awesome. If they don't, they can amplify their lead generation through running paid advertising and then after they have a consistent uh, a machine for essentially bringing money in and they know that they can go and bring in X amount of clients, building in the long form content for the longer term strategies and diversifying um, how they're bringing new clients in really is the long game. But if you're just building an all organic business overnight, um, that doesn't that doesn't happen. It's going to take really, really long. And so if you're wanting to get to six figures or 10K plus months in the next 12 months, like you need to amplify your lead generation strategy if you don't have an audience, you know, now, I do have some clients who come in and they have other followings, you know, from an email list to a YouTube audience to maybe a higher Instagram following um, and have been doing this type of stuff for years but haven't monetized the audience. That is a great place to start, but you will still start to cap out what you're seeing. And I think especially as things are changing and our reach is just being so diminished all over social media that you really just want to think about what your long-term strategy is for that. Okay. 17, last but not least, it is a incredibly great time to build a business. It is time to go all in. It is time to make the bet, you guys. And I say this because it's the opposite of what most people are doing right now because most people are holing up and saying, I'm not going to take any risk. And you know what that means? That means that there are great deals out there. There are houses to buy. There are investments to make. There are um, relationships to build. There are, there's empty, there's emptying out of niches and industries, leaving room, you know, for little you to come in. It is a great time to build a business, you guys. And regardless of the chaos and all the things that we see in the world, man, oh man, jump in, jump in. I kind of talked about this last week in the podcast episode, but like, like it's the season of plundering. Like we're going to go plunder, but not like mean Vikings, just like, you know, just righteous warrior, Jesus loving Vikings, you know, with long, long blonde braids. Just kidding you guys. Okay. So, well, those are my thoughts on 2022. Um, 2023, man, maybe I'll do my next episode on projections for what I am seeing, um, or at least in the next like month. But I really hope that these lessons were helpful. And if you are wanting some real clarity, not only do we still have some room in the Sailor Collective this month, I opened up some extra spots, which is pretty sweet. Um, but I want to invite you into the dream planning session that I managed or that I mentioned earlier. And so um, you are going to not want to miss this because when else do you guys just get to like sit down and dream and do it with other Holy Spirit filled women who want to make an incredible impact on the world? <laughs> Wait, like, why not? Why not? Okay. So you guys, 2023 is the year of victory and we need some serious Holy Spirit led alignment to be intentional about all of these things. Okay. Personally, business wise. And you guys, it's really your chance to rediscover the dreams that you have and then plan out your victory. This is you are coming up with your battle plan, coming up with your game plan. And I want to help you do that. So go to the link in the show notes. I will see you later. And I hope that you have an incredibly fabulous 
new year. 2023, here we come. Wow, guys, what a great episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a review, I would be forever grateful. In fact, send me a screenshot of that review and I will send you a free coffee on me, on the house, okay? Also, guys, feel free to share this episode. Your friends need to hear this. They need to be encouraged. They need the business advice and I would love to have them in my world. Lastly, come join my free Facebook community. It's the podcast community. We do challenges, we do free trainings, we do various things throughout the year. And I think that you would love to be connected with other entrepreneurs who are wild and radiant, just like you. 